BSPOT recording live directly after a 9-0 Wayne Gregory. How are you? Top of the morning to you. <laughs> Little, let, I want to take some people behind the scenes right now. We're going we're gonna, to okay. open, open, we're the, books, open doors. the doors a little bit to, to life of Blue Shirts Breakaway. Okay, yeah. You, got, you guys may have remembered a certain BSBOT slash emergency episode of the podcast we did after the New Jersey Devils, Devils hired a man by the name of Lindy Ruff to be their coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, have, we have made mentions on this show before about us getting notes mm-hmm. from our employers about some of the things we say on the podcast. Yeah, well, uh, yes, keep going. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me keep going. I'm yes. not done with my story. Keep going. Uh, this story might take all of 30 minutes, which is why we wanted to do it tonight. Right. And for that one, those were the most scathing notes we've ever received from our employers. They essentially said, uh, we understand you guys are excited about certain things that happen with this team, but you were essentially making fun of Lindy Ruff and laughing in his face. Yes. I got news for our employers. Uh, if you thought that was bad, you're going to have to fire us for what I'm about to say regarding Elaine Vigneault. Oh, uh, well. You're, you're not going to want me employed. It's been a really good it's run. Simple. It's been a really good run at The Athletic. Um, we've done a great job here, and we've really done some good jobs working together. Um, mm. Before um, I, we get into that and what we're about to say about Elaine Vigneault and the David Quinn slander and everything, there, it's, it could not have been a more perfect night uh, for this. I mean, listen. I hope Quinn and the coaching staff are healthy. I hope they're good. Let's get this out of the way now before we do jokes this entire time, right? I hope these guys are good. I hope they're healthy. I hope it was just contact tracing and they're back on the bench later this week. Okay, cool. We got that out of the way. I'm going to read yeah, Monday. Monday, I'm sure I'll have thoughts about why this game was even played and how irresponsible I, it is I, from the NHL I had that this game was even allowed to take place. I had them already. Tonight's not the night to do it, Ryan. We're having too much fun. No, because so, I'm gonna, what I'm going to do now, Greg, before we get into it, I'm going to read the nine goals in a row. Here we go. Okay. Brendan Lemieux, Brendan Lemieux, assisted by Adam Fox. Uh, should have should have known right then. As soon as Lemieux gets goal number one, right. uh, fuckery is about to happen. Right off the rip. I was like, Lemieux got it, but it was a beauty by Adam Fox right across the crease there. Or Tammy Panarin scores. All right. Mm. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yep, that, that, just, that just makes sense. Pavlovich Savage scores once. I walk away to brush my teeth. Pavlovich Savage uh-huh. scores twice. Oh, good for Good, good for you. And uh, thank you. Some dental you hygiene. You brush your teeth for two straight minutes. What? Who? Who the fuck are you? Uh, Crest himself. <laughs> dentists recommend. Um, yeah, four, so, four out of five dentists say fuck yourself. So, so Pavlovich Nevich scores again. Then Jacob Truba. Then, uh-huh. then Mika Zabinajad. Then Mika yep. Zabinajad again. Yep. Then Mika uh-huh. Zabinajad again. Then yeah, Filipino. Yeah. Oh, hello. Then Filipino, and then we're at nine goals. Mika Zabinajad had six points in the second period which was a record only done by one other player in 1983. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Yep. Uh, my phone my phone gave up on notifying me when goals were scored after the seventh. I've never it, had it said, more requests. The like, phone was like 7 nothing. You don't need to check anymore. And then it just decided to send one more update at the end of the second period that said end of the second, 9 nothing Rangers on 23 shots. <laughs> uh, just... Elaine Vigneault, you masterclass of a bum. You scum of the earth. What? You fraud of a coach. You are just a chef's kiss turd nugget. I like I, how I you kept have... it PC there. That was good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't, don't have to be we're mean. We're going to get notes on this probably anyway. It's okay. So I might as well. Like, I'll make them work for the notes on this one. <laughs> it's going to be the Toy Story version, and they're going to have to try and give this a PG-13 rating. It's uh, exactly like that. He is... Could it have happened to a better person, Ryan? No. Because, again, 
Because again, let, let, let's set the stage here. At five at at nine o'clock, nine thirty, ten o'clock this morning. Yeah, we can do the whole day. Interesting interesting note from Larry Brooks. Because credit where credit is due. We like to dunk on Larry a lot. But Larry is we insightful give, we about give a this lot stuff. of credit to Larry, to be fair. Yeah, he's insightful about this stuff. And he's he's his words were very odd that the Rangers aren't doing a morning skate today, that it was canceled. That seems strange. I think Vince also tweeted out that something was up. Well, nobody knew because what. Quinn wasn't able to make it to the press conference. Correct. Which, which, which was, in my opinion at that point in time, I thought it was they were just going to be testing Fox and Vucinevich again to see if it was false positives, to see if they could play tonight. And then at that point, they wanted to pre- push the press conference until later because, well, uh, they don't have the update that the, the beat writers right. would want. That was just the we, logical we, thing. It was, a, it was a logical assumption to say something COVID-related was happening for the Rangers, but you just assumed it was going to be about either Fox, Bushnevich, DiGiuseppe, or that another player was going on the list and the Rangers had a move they needed to make, which is why Quinn wasn't going to meet with the media. We didn't know that the entire coaching staff was going to be donezo. The entire day and of it. gone. And Chris Knobloch, God bless him, patron saint <laughs> of Blue Shirts Breakaway. My dude, Chris up. Knobloch is about Gord, to be. Gord Murphy, just clutch hockey name. We've seen him before. Mr. He Drury. Was up here for the Hurricane Series. Mr. Drury. And the kid, Chris Drury, making an appearance behind They the talked bench. about his his uh, baseball career, just in case you were wondering. That's how bored uh, they were. Pride of, pride of Trumbull, Connecticut Little League. Went to the Little League World Series. They did say that's, that. That's a big deal. Uh, <laughs> I hate Tr- – Trumbull was Philadelphia before Philadelphia was Philadelphia to me. I fucking despise Trumbull, Connecticut. <laughs> I, it's the, Shout it's, out to our Fun to fact, Ryan, the only time I literally threw fists in uh, a high school baseball game was after I – Ran over Trumbull's catcher. He got up, didn't like it, and it went down. It's also the only time in my life I threatened to fight a parent because <laughs> the parent pissed me off. I hated Trumbull so much. So I've always had mixed feelings about Chris Drury because I want to say shout out to 203. You have to give props when someone from the 203 goes on to bigger and better things. But seriously, fuck Trumbull. Um, now that we've got Trumbull happens. out of the way. Yes, we, all this happens. All this happens. The Rangers drop a nine burger on the Philadelphia the, Flyers. The crowd of two thousand people, Gregory, two thousand people. Not MSG yep. at at minimum capacity as it should yep. be currently, following the regulations. At the top of their lungs, we want ten. We want ten, and you could hear it crystal clear over the broadcast. Crystal clear, unbelievable, beautiful. I can't. I'm like crying. Now I did. I didn't get to watch the game, so I could only mm-hmm. assume that NBC said this was the most boring hockey game they've ever seen. In they their were doing life. a podcast. They were doing this. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were doing this in the third period, uh, the entire time, just talking about uh, Boucher, Brian Boucher's career, how he lit up nine goals. They were they were uh-huh. counting every single stat possible. It is a travesty, Gregory. Seriously, and I cannot say this enough. It, it, it pains me to my core that Sam Rosen wasn't able to call this game. The calls that would have been happening in this game would have rivaled the five-goal game for me because of Benajad last game, last year. It would have been a game I didn't get to watch, by the way. A, it would have been a, a rivaled in every single manner by Sam Rosen. It is, it is a, a crime against the New York Rangers' humanity. He wasn't able to call this. And the NBC broadcast was mediocre at best because they had to try and keep people around for a 9 nothing game. Jesus. Yeah. Pour one out for Connor McDavid, who finally gets to get on American Didn't television even know. 
But the game, the game before Connor McDavid gets to play on American television, the New York Rangers make it so uninteresting because they're just ragdolling Elaine Vigneault and his be, belittled Philadelphia Flyers. Like Gritty has to retire, right? I think Gritty has to take I a game off. See an, I don't want to see another gritty thing in my entire. Gritty has life. to take a game off. There, this this is one of those games where it's like, I'm I I, I said this to Diana earlier. I think I'm gonna go out to a, a. I don't even know where to get newspapers in Philadelphia, but I'm gonna go get the newspaper tomorrow because I just want to see what they say. <laughs> <laughs> like I just want to. I'm gonna get on my bike in the morning. I'm gonna go to the. De- There's no delis here. Whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride around until I find a newspaper and I'm just gonna read every single word they have just ravaging Elaine Yo and the Philadelphia Flyers because listen, they the game was close. You and I talked about it two days ago. It was four four. We went to overtime. Keith makes a bad pass. Yeah. Like we to, again well uh, Keith Keith Keith, hold on to I'm, his credit. I'm, I'm gonna and, Keith and, credit. Artemi Panarin also say that if there was a miscommunication with Panarin, it wasn't as bad as it seemed. I agree. Panarin called for the pass. Keith gave it to him. Didn't really work out. Then Keith wasn't in position. Got dismantled. They lost the game. Keith also kept them mm-hmm. in that game. We're Keith's agents. You guys know that. All right. Now that we've gotten out of the way, the the Flyers, like we were, they were. There was no Adam Fox, who is clearly the best player on the New York Rangers. Uh, Sans Artemi oh. Panarin. Sometimes I think it might actually be him at this point. And then uh, no Buchnevich. Then tonight Buchnevich comes back. Or Adam Fox comes back. An absolute dismantling. It has to be, like, if you're the Flyers, you're outside of the playoff position right now. Like, listen, the Rangers, mm-hmm. I know they're still making a run here. They're trying to get in it. I don't believe they will. That's not me being negative on tonight. It's just That's just the facts. But the Flyers, like, they're fighting for a playoff spot. And this Ranger team that's just struggling, going up and down, doesn't have their coaching staff. Dude, David Quinn's not there. He's at home shaking his head. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. And Elaine Vigneault has to sit there on the other side and just be like, I can't believe an AHL coach just got called up, and I got absolutely embarrassed. It was a perfect storm. I can't remember another night like this. It, it's I can't ever. like. Can, what, since we started this, the only other night I can really think of was like the Minnesota Wild Night when the Rangers were down like 4 nothing and they won 5-4. I can't think of maybe the Montreal game. I can't think of anything like a, a drubbing of this level. It's insane. No, there's a difference between a big comeback and a drubbing. Like a big comeback is a choke job. This is just a straight up embarrassment. Yeah. Those those two things are categorically different. They they live in different universes. The Philadelphia Flyers on paper are a better team than the New York Rangers. Not a question. They should be one of the four best teams in this division with, without question. The fact that the Philadelphia Flyers are struggling as much as they are, you could try to blame it on COVID as much as you want, but everyone in the East has had COVID issues or injury issues or some kind of problem. So it's not like the decks have been stacked against the Philadelphia Flyers in an unfair way. This is the third time, the third straight game, that the Flyers have played the Rangers where the Rangers are coming off adversity. And it, it not just adversity, but like something awful has happened to the New York Rangers before puck drop. And each time Elaine Vigneault has made the game a contest, he did it Monday night. The New York Rangers had no business being in that game as long as zero. They he did it the first time the Rangers played him when the Flyers were coming off COVID. And the, I forgot. At this point, I don't even remember what the Rangers' issue was. I, I think they didn't have Truba. They didn't have Heedle. They w- were missing so many players. That, I think, was the first Panarin game. The second. The Rangers didn't have the Panarin second, as well. Yeah, Chris Kreider was the, the hat trick the next one, I think. Yeah. yeah. The, Rangers, the Rangers had no business being in that game, and they were. This is, this is a fireable offense. If this had happened to the New York Rangers, we would be oh on this my podcast God, dude. despondent. We'd be saying, 
we'd finally be fire Quinn boys. Now this is just fucking hilarious from the fire Quinn perspective. Yeah. If you think, if you think, <laughs> wait for after the break. This is proof wait for after the break because Quinn. we gotta talk about it. It's uh, right. well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not done with AV yet. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to the fire Quinn shit because that's just fucking hilarious. That's <laughs> that's Chef's kiss that this is happening. And so for Elaine okay, we'll, save it. For Elaine Vino, this is an utter embarrassment. He, I can't look him in the face. I don't ever want to look him in the face. I don't know how Buchnevich didn't whip it out when he was scoring these goals against Elaine Vino under these circumstances in this game. I don't know how, like, he didn't just skate over there and fart in someone's face. Like, just one of the most rancid, I had rotten eggs for breakfast, stanky farts directly in his mouth so it sticks in his gum and he has to keep chewing it all night long. (laughs) It's just... It's embarrassing. You have Jacob Voracek. You have Claude Giroux. I understand the defense. Isn't it interesting, Ryan, that Elaine Vigneault has a questionable defense and not Henrik Lundqvist, and things don't seem to be going well for him? I'll even do you one further. He doesn't have Roberto Luongo either. It's almost like it's almost like he's a fraud, and he's been a fraud from day fucking one. It's why... Not a lot of things I could put the feather in my cap about. Really not. I understand that a lot of things I say in this podcast are dumb. I understand that I'm not the world's smartest human being. I'm not that knowledgeable in hockey terms, especially when you compare to how much I give a shit about baseball. <laughs> hockey is not my number one sport. But I, I got to pat myself on the fucking back. The, you can go back. It's on SoundCloud. It's out there. When the Rangers extended Elaine Vigneault, I came on this show, looked you dead in the eyes, and said, I don't get it. What am I missing? Why do they have to do this? This doesn't make any sense. He already had multiple years left on his contract. The Rangers are coming off a decline. I don't think he's the right coach for this transition. I gave you every reason. This was four or five years ago at this point. Every reason why that was a bad idea. And it's very few times I can sit here and say I was right. But, Ryan, I was fucking right. That guy is a fraud. He sucks. You guys think David Quinn is bad. Elaine Vigneault is proof positive that – He's bad. He has no discernible skill. His system is outdated. Jim Beheim is a more qualified coach in this day and age. As a hockey coach, forget about it running the 1-3-1 zone at Syracuse. Put him behind the bench for the Flyers. They ain't giving up nine goals to Chris Knobloch and a bunch of misfits. Elaine Vigneault is a bum. He's the worst. Ralph Kruger got fired. Yeah, fuck it. We're getting fired. Yeah, it's cool. We're going to be – Ralph Kruger gets fired. Ralph Kruger – isn't as bad a coach as Elaine Vigneault is. You know why? Because we know Ralph Kruger is bad. Elaine Vigneault has created this myth about himself. I don't know how – I know exactly how he did it, so I'm not going to say – Well, yeah, it's the Carey Price syndrome. Had, it's the same thing. It's the yeah, exact he had same fucking thing. Luongo. He had prime Luongo and prime Lundqvist, and people were like, wow, this guy's winning a lot of fucking games. How did he win those games? Because the goaltenders decided they weren't going to lose. Elaine Vigneault was never the correct coach. He, we, The Rangers had that one window of opportunity where they just had the perfect roster. Perfectly built roster, no holes, solid solid group. Top to and bottom. then as soon as that roster wasn't perfect anymore, the real Elaine Vigneault showed up. That man can't cook unless you've given him freaking a smorgasbord of perfect meats. If he's, if he's trying to make hamburgers out of just ground beef picked up at Stop and Shop or Hannaford's or Price Chopper or, I don't know, I, I, Trader Joe's, do they sell that kind of meat? No. Elaine Vino is a guy who shops at Trader Joe's, but now no, he no, has no. to shop, stop and shop. Don't slander and TJ's. TJ's is, is legendary. 
That's fine. Fuck him. Alain Vigneault used no. to shop at he used to shop at Trader Joe's, and now he had to go to Stop and Shop to pick up his meats. And he's realizing he doesn't know what the fuck anything looks like because this isn't his hoity toity product. Breaking the F bomb record here too. Yep. All right, let's take a quick break. Come back, talk about David Quinn. We'll go from there. Transition. And we're back. Okay. And another thing about Elaine V. Yes. No, I'm 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 done. That that guy doesn't deserve another breath. Uh, of he, oxygen I, I will give it to him. I will give it to him. He says in a quote here. Couldn't defend, couldn't make a play. I'm, yeah, no shit. I am truly embarrassed. You should be. Yeah, I, yeah. When, when it's snowing, I go outside and say, wow, really snowing. I'm breaking news with that one. Yeah, thanks, Elaine. How are you going to fix it? I don't know. We didn't get any good looks. <laughs> oh. I, a <laughs> great quote a from bum. Great quote from uh, Buchnevich. I don't know what's going on in there. I have the antibodies. Thanks. <laughs> Score two. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Fuchtevich, unbelievable okay. stuff. Dude, I just, this game was, uh, the the entire experience was an unreal just watching moment. It was kind of like, okay, we're, the Rangers are up 3 nothing, And then I started, like, having logical thoughts, right? Which, you know, is always dangerous, especially when it comes to you and me. I was like, okay, we're up 3 nothing. Oh, we're up 4 nothing. Fuchtevich scores. I'm brushing my teeth. Very nice. Well, I guess we should play Lafreniere and Kako now as much as possible. Oh, Jacob Trouba just scored. Oh, there's another. Oh, now Mika has a six-point period. And, and then it was like I had no real analysis from this game except for the absolute drubbing again against the Flyers and how enjoyable and how the crowd was absolutely out of their minds for the amount of people in there. And I can only imagine what the Garden would have been like absolutely packed to the brim. The A-B chance that would have happened tonight and the Carter Hart slow chance that would have happened would have been legendary. I just, I really don't know how we ever lived this particular game down, especially on this show, because we're going to get to it right now. Mr. Chris Knobloch, also KK, by the way, Keith Kincaid, Capococco, Chris Knobloch, KK, 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 he will always be brought up as a scapegoat for David Quinn moving forward. There's no doubt you're, about you're it. Using, you're, you're using the term scapegoat. Wrong. Do it correctly for Just me. So you know. Fix it for me. Yeah, he's not a scapegoat. He will always be brought up in in the fact that when Quinn, when you want to uh, make Quinn seem less relevant or less impactful, you will have to reference Chris Knobloch in this situation. Okay, but that, that's not you do you know a scapegoat is the excuse for something bad happening. Well, he's in this case, there's something good, and so something bad is that. Yeah, but that's yeah. He's not a scapegoat. Right? Well, in this case, he's a scapegoat because. Everyone, no. in, in in the minds of all these people that want to fire Quinn, Quinn is extra bad. That's not a that's not what a scapegoat <sighs> is. Okay, I don't understand scapes <laughs> or goats. Just, no, you don't. <laughs> I, 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 like what are you? He's gonna be. He's the litmus test, right? It's just like, oh look, the, all the Rangers needed was someone not doing the. Well, Quinn it, get, thing, it gets even worse because Mika Zibanejad has been awful all season. Really, truly, the last couple games. I'll give. But him. he hasn't been. He hasn't been awful recently, Ryan. The last couple I games, think, he's been coming out. He really has. He's been, he. It, it, fair, we got to be honest here. It's not like Mika Zibanejad was still crapping his pants on a nightly basis before tonight. The puck wasn't going in like it went in tonight. But Mika Zibanejad has been trending in the right direction for the better part of two weeks now. And like many things with the New York Rangers, it's hard to see that because they don't win every night. And if the Rangers aren't winning, nobody wants to hear about the the small the moral victories, the small positives. Look, guys, if you think Chris Knobloch had a discernible effect on how the New York Rangers played tonight, I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, it's a it's, it's a one game it's a one game sample against the Flyers team that we have clear evidence now might just not be good. And not just not good, like painfully bad. 
I would say. You're allowed to, by the way, as a joke, tweet pictures of Chris Knobloch at me and Greg when David Quinn does anything bad. You go ahead. It's going to happen. It's, it's, it's happening no matter what. Chris Knobloch is now legendary Ranger material forever. St. Patty's Day Massacre uh, on, on, on the side of the Philadelphia Flyers. That's exactly what happened here. Chris Knobloch was the leader, even though Vince Procogliano, friend of the podcast, pointed out Knobloch runs the exact same tra- uh, system as Quinn, run, didn't change any of the lines, didn't change any of the power play, and just let the guys do what they do. Uh, but it, you cannot blame him. You, you cannot give him. You can give him some credit for this. But it, I understand how what you're going to do right now at home. You're thinking, well, how come the Rangers never played like this for Quinn? Listen, sometimes this just happens. I, I don't. I don't have like a really good explanation. Uh, but it definitely wasn't like a subtraction. It wasn't addition by subtraction. The situation. I think I used that one correctly. No, and it's again. If you're gonna. <laughs> If we're going to give Chris Knobloch all the credit in the world for how the New York Rangers played tonight, but then you also have to blame Chris Knobloch for scratching Julian Goche and Tarmo Reunanen. That right. was his. De- if you're going to say everything tonight was Knobloch's decision, well, it was Knobloch's decision not to play those guys. You can't then say, oh, well, that decision was made for Knobloch. He didn't get a say in that one. But Knobloch gets credit for all of the good that happened in the nine-goal outburst. No, 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 no. He either gets full credit or, or no credit. And if you want to give him a full credit, then fine. Yeah, this, we do this with we do this dance with Quinn every time. You want to blame Quinn for Kako not scoring, Lafreniere not scoring, Heedle for getting yo-yoed up and down the lineup, Howden for staying in the lineup. If you want to blame Quinn for that, I'm all for it. But then you have to give Quinn credit for everything Adam Fox does. You have to give credit for everything Ryan Lindgren does. You have to give Quinn credit for turning Mika Zibanejad into a 40-goal scorer last year. You have to give Quinn credit for everything that's happened to Pavel Buchnevich, who is now the Rangers' number one two-way forward, not just replacing what Jesper Foss did, but improving upon it. You have to give Quinn the credit if you're going to give him the demerits. You can't pick and choose. It has to be 100% across the board. And if you want to say that... Buchnevich's leap is not because of Quinn. That's fine, too. If you want to say that Adam Fox's production is not because of Quinn, that's fine, too. But if we're not going to give Quinn full credit for those guys, then you can't say that Kako struggling is all because of Quinn, and you can't say Lafreniere struggling is all because of Quinn. It has to be 100% across the board, or it can't be 100% anywhere. It, you can't pick and choose the things you complain about, and it's the thing we talk about on this podcast all the time. Would the Rangers have won 9 nothing tonight if Quinn, Oliver, Martin, if all these guys were on the bench, Strong would the scoreline still be nine nothing? I have no fucking idea. Nobody knows. We don't. Li- we don't live in a fairyland world where we can go around and decide what does happen, doesn't happen because X, Y, and Z. There's no even with with or without David Quinn. There's no fucking excuse for the Flyers to give up nine goals to this team. I understand that Panarin's here. I understand that Zibanejad is here. But this New York Rangers team. Honestly, with Alexander Georgiev in goal, shouldn't be shutting people out. And yeah, especially with Jack Martin not here. And by the like, way, it's unbelievable. Georgiev has to feel quite good right now after having what is just the yips to the highest degree and level to go out and have a nine nothing shutout. There's no better confidence booster, boost confidence booster than that. He, you can't get better. I think he. I think he even said in his post game press conference, like this is unbelievable. I don't even know what just happened. The guys just yeah. Were, in were in great. in your words, we'd have to use the Philadelphia Flyers as a scapegoat for Alexander Georgiev. Apparently, there you go. Chris Knobloch what's, said, "What's what's again? Not yeah, what a scapegoat is. Just, the, just so we're clear. We're very clear now. Uh, Chris Knobloch says it's been a busy day. There you go. Yeah, I'd say, Chris. <laughs> I'd say. Um, 
Yeah, I, uh, I just, I, all, all that this is missing, Ryan. All that tonight is missing. It's what we talked about with Fitz on Monday. The, the absolute cherry on top of this cake would be if Dan Rosen gets a soundbite or Darren Drager gets a soundbite from someone tomorrow and says, Jack Eichel wants out of Buffalo. Oh. He wants to be reunited with his college coach. Jack, Jack that, I- is, that would be the <laughs> fucking cherry on tonight's <laughs> Sunday. If all of a sudden all, all the anti-Quinn people are having a field day tonight, because why wouldn't you? The Rangers won nine nothing, and David Quinn wasn't nowhere there. to be seen. I know, but if 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 Eichel just drops it at like nine thirty seven tomorrow morning and just says, "I can't stand Buffalo anymore. It's not for me. This organization has wasted some of the better years that I had. I can't keep this up. I'm not going to carry this team. Let me be reunited with the man who put me on this trajectory, David Quinn. I just I want it." I want to see it. I want to bathe in it. I want it to wash over me like a warm summer day. I need it. It's nothing more in this world. I have Jacob deGrom and everything great with him. <laughs> the second thing I need in this world is Jack Eichel just saying there's only one man I want to Have, play have we ever – I know our, our DMs and mentions blow up a lot, but as soon as the mm. Quinn stuff was called, I got so many messages that were just like, this. if this goes to 5 nothing, the Quinn stuff is going to be legendary. And it went to 9 nothing. And not only that <laughs> – I've never gotten so many. We I can't remember the last time we've gotten so many calls to do a BSBOT immediately. Like I can't. I legit can't remember. It had to be the Mika five goal. I will. I will say. I will say. I'm not. I will never give credit to peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I came to the decision to cut my night short, return home, and talk to you of all people. Yeah, bad because choice. this if if this wasn't the Flyers, I don't think I would have cut my night short. It would like if this was I, the Sabers, it would have been sad. I told everyone if we were recording the Devils, in the morning. I, that's it. Yeah, if, if this was the Sabres, it would have been sad. If it was the Devils, who cares? I'd be having a really fun time with our friend Jeff. I probably wouldn't even have time to be tweeting anything or talking to you. Right. If it was the Islanders, I'd feel nothing because I just don't care about the Islanders. But it's the fact that it's the Flyers and Elaine Vigneault and that entire just shit cheesesteak sandwich that was just mm, – oh, it got me out of bed. Listen, I was – We'll end here, buddy. Uh, a nice 26 mm. minutes. We'll, we'll do the, the kind of parting shots here. It's never going to get okay. better than this. It's it, When it comes to like absolute drubbings, like you just said, it doesn't get better mm-hmm. than beating the Flyers in this situation. Like, Yeah, I think for me personally, beating the Islanders 9-0 would feel just as good. I know we've disagreed about that in, in the past. But you're not – how many hockey games are, are you going to win 9 or 8 nothing plus in your lifetime? What, two? Three, five, maybe it's probably under five. I don't know it, but it feels like it's a rarity. Like I tonight was one of the most fun, one of the most un, unbelievable. I I was in awe. It felt surreal to watch. Like every time I turned away in the second period, they scored again, and to watch Pavel Buchnevich, a person that Alemanio absolutely treated like garbage and ignored and didn't develop and truly sat. I mean, Tanner Glass played ahead of him. There's, there's no doubt about it. I love Tanner. He didn't deserve it. Look at Pavel. Look at Pavel now. I know he wasn't the player he was. He is. He was. He isn't the player then. He is now. But still, that doesn't matter. Pavel Buchnevich got to shove it in the face of his ex coach, who absolutely hated him top to bottom. And Mika Zavinajad got the monkey off his back with six point second period. That is unbelievable. I'm so happy there were fans there in the garden. 
I'm so happy the Rangers got to do this. They get to go play the Capitals in a back-to-back over this weekend that is going to be, I'm assuming, pretty brutal. That team is pretty good. Let's see what happens if they can ride the momentum. But for tonight, Gregory, there's nothing but to do but to lean back and enjoy the misery of Elaine Mignot and the Philadelphia Flyers and the absolute elation and joy of the New York Rangers. That's it. I will say, that this is this is how I know you and I are just wired differently. Um, because you're, you're saying all that fun, lovey stuff, blah, 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 good mm-hmm. for you. Happy for you. Thank you. Be, be be happy, smile, Invisalign forever. Thank you. Brush, brush your teeth for another five minutes. I did it for two already. I'm good. Thank you. Uh, me, it gets to five nothing Rangers. Yeah. And Greg the Met fan just snaps into it, and I start having the all right guys enough. Save some of it for the Capitals. You, you're gonna waste them all tonight. Don't em- don't empty the chamber tonight. That's so mad. You gotta save some. Gets it gets to seven nothing. I'm convinced the Rangers aren't gonna score again. Uh, against the Capitals. Once it gets to 9 nothing, forget about it. The Rangers aren't scoring for a week. Like they, For me, like there are Met games where the Mets just break out and score like 15-plus runs. I just know the Mets are going to score one or zero the next time out, <laughs> especially if the Grom is on the mound. Like So it's, it's, yeah, I'm enjoying the 15 runs, and it's funny, but I also know that there's just nothing but pain immediately following up what happens here. So, yeah, yeah, that that's how – Everybody should know that you and I are just wired completely differently. This Everybody should not be the that. podcast where everyone, all of a sudden, the light bulb clicks. And you're like, wow, Ryan is one way and Greg is another way. And all of a sudden, it, it, it makes sense to you. Yeah, just everyone needs to know that as soon as my phone alerted me that it was 5 nothing, I told myself that I, like there was a part of me that I was like, all right, that's, we're good. We're good. Don't worry about another goal. Just play some defense. Save the rest for the Capitals. But, like, again, the Flyers. You just magnificent, stupid organization. <laughs> you colossal Careful. Careful. We've done a mountain lot. of misery. We've done a lot. There you go. You, okay. you Cause that's been enormous... the SPOT. You could follow me on <laughs> Twitter at Real Ryan Bead. You could follow Greg at Bushwitz Break. We'll be back early next week, maybe with some changes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe without an affiliation. Yeah, we'll see. All right, we love you guys. We did it for you. I hope you guys appreciate us. And uh, let's go Rangers. Enjoy the night. Enjoy the time. Uh, try not to stew on it. And let's see what happens this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Tip, tip, tip your waitresses and for tell sure. Elaine Vigneault to get the hell out. Get the hell out. All right, love you guys. Bye.